Welcome to the No Spin News, Thursday, February 6, 2020. Fight for your freedom. So President Trump did a victory lap today. I'll get to that in a moment. I do want to tell you that tomorrow night, Friday, I will be tweeting during the Democrat debate in Manchester, New Hampshire. Very crucial for Joe Biden. If Biden crashes and burns in New Hampshire, as the polls say he might, in the big trouble and uh, a lot of turbulence in, inside the party. So I'll be doing that on a Friday night. Uh, I can think of a few other things I'd rather do, and that goes for a Republican debate as well, but I'll, I'll do it for you guys. All right, Donald Trump uh, invited a whole bunch of his supporters to the White House today to thank them for getting him through the impeachment process. It was a thank-a-thon. Thank-a-thon. And the irony of this is all the networks took it. They interrupted their program. They interrupted their sponsors. They interrupted everything. And there wasn't a lot of news. I picked out three sound bites I'm going to play you to analyze. But it was basically Donald Trump thanking people. And you can imagine uh, in the hallways of Manhattan where these people are going, why did we do this? We're losing money. So the president... Uh, gave you an overview at first of, of that he's been persecuted in his opinion since he announced his candidacy for president. What he says is true to some extent, but I do not believe Mr. Trump understands who is really driving the persecution. So he's laying it on his political opponents in the Democratic Party. Yes, they're deeply involved but it is the national media, specifically the New York Times and Washington Post, that are driving this campaign to ruin Donald Trump. That's what they're doing. Democratic Party is bought into it. They're allied together. NBC News is part of that cabal. Um, and I don't think Donald Trump realizes the extent of it. CNN part of it. Um, so he concentrates on the political players. And the first soundbite that I selected uh, tonight is about the overall sabotage that Mr. Trump believes was in place. Go. It was a disgrace. Uh, had I not fired James Comey, who was a disaster, by the way, uh, it's possible I wouldn't even be standing here right now. We caught him in the act. Dirty cops, bad people. If this happened to President Obama, a lot of people would have been in jail for a long time already. Now, that soundbite is important because it sends a signal that the Justice Department will indict James Comey. I think it'll be on the leaking. Um, I can't be assured of that, but if I had to put money on it in late spring, early summer, James Comey and his deputy at the FBI, McCabe, will be indicted. Um, that's the signal that's sent. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, Iowa, it's a mess. You all know that. I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of Iowa. I mean, I don't even care. All right. The whole primary there, the whole caucus there doesn't mean anything now. Uh, other than Pete Buttigieg, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, who tied Bernie Sanders. And they both got 11 delegates. Um, Warren came in third, five delegates. Biden didn't get any. Biden got thumped. Biden admits it. They got hammered in Iowa. Not a surprise. You know, it's a, it's a very liberal uh, voting block there in the caucus on the Democratic side. But... Um, Buttigieg now becomes a threat to Biden because Buttigieg is not perceived as being far left. He's not perceived as being a bomb thrower. He can cut into Biden. And the latest poll uh, out of New Hampshire, remember the vote is next Tuesday, I'm all over it, uh, from the Boston Globe, Sanders 25%, Buttigieg 19%. Big rise. Biden 12, Warren 11. Boy, if Biden clocks in at 12 next Tuesday, I'm still saying my prediction that Biden will be the guy. But, boy, they have trouble. There is an Emerson poll. It's a college in Boston taken on the same day the Globe did. They have Sanders 31, Biden 12. So it's 12 in both polls, the Boston Globe and Emerson. Biden looks really like he is in trouble. I hear he's having trouble raising money. Um, and money is everything, as, you know, Mayor Mike is proving. On the uh, national front, the economists do not trust that poll. Um, they're the one out, the latest one out. They have, this is national now, Biden 24, Sanders 19, Warren 18, Buttigieg 9. Buttigieg coming up. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, here's a final thought of the day. Uh, we are becoming a very cruel country. That's because of social media, Twitter, and all these anonymous postings that harm people. 
they're done by disturbed individuals mostly. Um, Rush Limbaugh, perfect example. Uh, people calling him all kinds of names. Uh, the man has stage four lung cancer. Can you just maybe pull it back? I mean, you don't like him, fine, but smearing him, um, that's really cruel. It really is cruel. And if you do it, you're a cruel person. Kobe Bryant um, wasn't even dead three hours, and the kooks are coming out with the beef against Bryant in uh, Colorado a long time ago. Can't you just wait for him? You know, give his family a break? No, can't. Vicious, vicious, vicious. And we see it on cable news more and more and more. Okay? And it's not called by the moderators, by the anchors and hosts. They let it go. I never did. Now, I got accused of being mean, but I wasn't mean personally. Sometimes, like with Barney Frank, Geraldo, when he was defending the criminal illegal aliens, you know, off the Kate Steinle thing, it got a little heated. But I never said anything bad about Geraldo. I'm friends with him to this day. Um, so there's a difference. Personal attacks are cruel. And if you do them, and they happen both on the left and the right, then you are a cruel person. And that's not where you want to be. And certainly, that's not an example you want to set for your kids and grandkids. Remember, I'll be tweeting during the Democratic debate on Friday, so you maybe don't have to watch it. All right, we'll see you soon.